Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italia News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, June 17, 2021. Up to now, 48.1% of the Italian population, almost half, has received the first dose of the vaccine and 27% of the Italian population over 12 is fully vaccinated. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Molise, Liguria, Puglia, Friuli, Venezia Giulia and Lombardy. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Sardinia, Valle d'Aosta and Tuscany. Most likely from next Monday, 99% of Italy will be in the white zone, almost without restrictions. There have been days this past winter when Italy counted in half a day the number of new positive cases registered in the last week. The government expects to be able to eliminate even the mask requirement outdoors in a month. With some exceptions in crowded situations, it'll still be necessary to put it on. For this reason, it'll always be necessary to keep them with us because, if necessary, we will must be ready to use them. But we absolutely must not lose control and attention and probably the state of emergency will continue at least until next autumn, hoping it'll be enough. Around Italy there are discordant news. In France, as of today, there is no longer an obligation to wear a mask outdoors. But the spread of the Indian variant, which is now called the Delta variant, is very worrying in Great Britain, where new cases have tripled, 90% of them are of the Delta variant and have returned to the level of the end of February, while also deaths and hospitalizations are increasing. In, in Russia, instead, uh, Russia instead has returned to the levels of infection of last March. There are 3.9 million Italians who this year chose to go on, vac- on vacation in June, driven by the reduction of contagions and the loosening of containment measures, but also by the arrival of hot weather and the closure of schools. The departures of the month are a sharp increase over last year, plus 25%, but remain much lower than those before the pandemic. But come July, with the European Green Pass, things will get even better. According to a recent survey, between July and September of 2021, 12.3 million foreign tourists will arrive in Italy and ensure more than 25 million overnight stays, a 15.3% increase over 2020. These are visitors from France, Germany, Great Britain, Spain and the USA, nations that normally guarantee half of the arrivals. Half of the sample interviewed in the survey opts for the sea, 48.4%, or exotic destinations, 3.9%, mountain, 15.1%, cities of art and villages, 12.3%, and agritourism, uh, 8%, will also go well. There are five favorite regions, Trentino Alto Adige, Tuscany, Sicily, Puglia and Lombardy. But there is a news that concerns American tourism in Italy. Yesterday, the EU decided that travelers arriving from the United States and Europe will not need to be vaccinated. A negative molecular swab taken within the previous 72 hours or a rapid swab within 48 hours will be enough. In addition, Europe is working with the US for a recognition of their respective vaccination and health certificates to simplify travel for Europeans and Americans. Yesterday began the Esame di Maturità, which is in Italy much more than a simple school exam. Students who finish high school with this exam symbolically go from being teenagers to young women and men. Some will go to, on to university, others will not. The Esame di Maturità is a watershed 
which precedes the most enjoyable summer for many of them who, unlike younger students, do not have homework for the vacations, unlike older students who do not have university exams to prepare, and also do not have a limited number of summer vacation days as will happen when they start working. Getting to the high school graduation exam after a year and a half of the pandemic has been very difficult for these kids. But they are getting the vaccine, they are starting to hang out and have fun again, they are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. One of the most famous Italian songs is called Notte Prima degli Esami, Night Before the Exams, and it's about the night before this exam, the Esame di Maturità. And even the Italian students who in 2021 will take their high school exams, although with masks and caution and considering that for some of them there is still a curfew at midnight, have celebrated this night that will always remain in their memory. Because, believe me, all Italians remember how they spent it when it was their turn to take the exam. For the second year in a row, the exam did not start for everyone on the same day, the written tests having been abolished and replaced by a single maxi-oral test to be discussed a few students at a time through several days. But the symbolic date remains and was that of June 15, exactly on the eve of the first day of oral exams. We are happy to wish these kids well, they are the future of our country. A few days ago, we celebrated together the closure of the COVID department in Codogno, the small town in Lombardy where the first official case of COVID was recorded in Italy and therefore in Europe and therefore in the West, <clears throat> now 16 months ago. Today we celebrate again because for the first time since February 20 of last year, for the first time since February 10, 20 of last year, in that small town that has paid so much for COVID, there is no new case of COVID. No new case. Zero. After 483 days of illness, of contagion, of anguish, it is beautiful to be able to celebrate this wonderful zero. The United States and the EU have signed a truce on import duties for the next five years, reaching an agreement that will give the parties ample time to find a definitive long-term agreement to close the disputes once and for all. The agreement has aroused the approval of the Italian food industry associations, starting with food producers affected by the additional duties applied in recent years. This agreement is worth at least 500 million euros for the Italian inogastronomical in economy. The United States is the first market for our food sector outside the EU with imports of 4.9 billion in 2020. Since March 2021, thanks to the first temporary suspension of duties, Italian exports of food and wine to the USA have started to run again, growing by plus 39%. This makes us very optimistic for the future. Please buy Italian. This agreement will make easier and more convenient to buy, among other products, Parmigiano-Reggiano, Gorgonzola, Limoncello and Italian salami in the United States. But the agreement also involves a shellfish, bitters, citrus fruits and juices. Don't buy Italian sounding, please don't buy Italian sounding. No products that recall made in Italy but are not from Italy. Check the labels, you'll be able to understand if those are true Italian products or not. Please buy Italian food and wine, they're the best. Yesterday, the House of Representatives of the Italian Parliament almost unanimously approved the motion presented by parliamentarians Fuxia Fitzgerald Nissoli and Federico Morlicone in defense of Christopher Columbus. It was a historical day. The motion was discussed on October 26, 2020, and it has been voted today, yesterday. 
It was originally signed by 53 parliamentarians, which each, with each political group having at least one signatory. After the description of the many courageous and valorous Italian-Americans who are fighting for Columbus, <coughs> and an explanation about why Italy should defend Columbus, the motion ends with the, its purpose. The House of Representatives commits the government, one, to take action on the political and diplomatic level so that the Italian cultural heritage in the US and the symbolic figure of the heritage embodied by Christopher Columbus may be safeguarded. Two, to use all the communication tools available to the government to grant the enhancement both at the level of bilateral Italy-US relations and at the multilateral level of the real historical role of Christopher Columbus, an explorer moved by the noble sentiments of discovery at the basis of, of the evolution of society and of the whole of humanity. I personally and on behalf of we Italians want to thank Fuxia, Fitzgerald Nissoli and Federico Mullicone for their effort, their courage and their commitment. Uh, the credit for this historical success goes to them. To pass this motion and reach this goal was not easy at all, believe me. For years, once practically alone in the Italian Parliament, they've been defending Christopher Columbus and his symbolic value for the Italian-Americans. The defense of Columbus is the defense of the Italian-American community. This is a historical day because for the first time the Italian Parliament recognized this. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and take care. I'll see you next Monday. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We the Italian News. Ciao from Rome.